0: Welcome to Annunciation with Father David. Father David is the priest at Annunciation Greek Orthodox Church in Decatur, Illinois, where every week people are connected to the ancient wisdom of Orthodox Christianity. Here's Father David. Christ is in our midst. He is in our shadow. Good morning. Uh, this morning I want to talk about a, a difficult word. Uh, it's noetic. Um, just out of a curiosity, from a show of hands, how many of you have ever heard uh, this word before, noetic? And of the two of you who have heard the word, do either one of you, by raising of your hand, uh, feel that you 100% understand what it means? That's why I want to talk about it today. Um, Noetic, if you look at it, is a direct transliteration from the Greek, noetikos. And if you look it up in the Webster's Dictionary, it didn't appear in the English language until the late 17th century, and it is translated as having to do with the intellect, which at its best is... Uh, falls short of the full meaning of the word, and at its worst is a complete misunderstanding of the word. Because the concept of the noose, which is the root word of noetic, is largely absent from Western thinking. Um, in terms of uh, what the Orthodox Church believes about the word noetic and the noose, um, has been largely rejected by the Roman Catholic Church, and the Protestant churches are largely ignorant of the noose and of the word noetic. It just doesn't exist in our way of thinking and within our language. And to you know, give you an example of how alien this concept is to the Western mind, I want to read a hymn that we will be singing next month at the entrance of the Theotokos into the temple that uses the word noetic. Young maidens rejoice today, and while bearing their shining lamps, they go on before the noetic lamp of light into the Holy of Holies, They escort her most sacredly, and thus clearly signify the ineffable radiance soon about to shine forth from her to enlighten by the Spirit all those sitting in the darkness of gloomy error and ignorance. This, of course, is referring to the Theotokos, the young little three-year-old girl who's being led into the temple by the temple virgins. And if we read that sentence, they go on before the noetic lamp of light and input intellect, as Webster likes to translate it. They go on before the intellectual lamp of light. And whereas that is sort of true, uh, the Theotokos does direct us towards Christ and she does direct us towards knowledge of Christ, but she does so much more than that, doesn't she? She eventually gives birth to Christ. So the use of noetic here means more than just the intellect. And in fact, if they wanted to use intellect specifically, they wouldn't have used noetic. They would have used a different word. And the reason that I am bringing all of this up and in, in trying to set a foundation for this idea of the noose and noetic is because in today's gospel pericope, we have a story which the fathers like to exegete using the word noetic. And so it is a good illustration of what we as the Orthodox Church understand the noose and noetic to mean. And it's a story of the woman with a flow of blood with, for 12 years, who touches the garment of Christ and is healed. The fathers of the church say that she has a noetic understanding of Christ or that she sees Christ noetically. And this is in comparison to the disciples who still don't get it. Because in the days of we see the um, leader of the synagogue Jairus come to Christ and ask him to come to his home. And then all of these people start crowding around Christ. Well, the disciples' minds, they're going, oh, cool. (laughs) Look at how cool we get to be. We get to hang out with, you know, the leaders of the synagogue. We have all these people crowding and fawning around us because we're the disciples of Christ. Isn't this cool? You could say that they have an intellectual understanding of what's going on. And when Christ suddenly, out of the blue, says, Who touched me? Peter has a very rational, intellectual reaction. He says, Master, the multitude surrounds you and press upon you. How is it possible that you can ask this question? It's not logical. But Christ responds... Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone forth from me." So he's not talking about something that's intellectual or rational. He's talking about the very energies of God, his activity as God. Someone has touched me, and my energies have gone forth and worked upon someone in this crowd. Someone in this crowd understood that I am God, someone understood that I have power over life and death, and someone asked for that energy, for that power, to come forth from me. In the ancient Greek mind and in the mind of the fathers, the human person is made up of not only the intellect or reason, and not only the body, and not only the soul, but the noose. There's this thing, this part of us that they call the noose, that they are aware of and that they pay a lot of attention to. Because it is the noose that we could call the receptive intelligence. We could call it the part of our being that receives revelation, that receives inspiration. All of us have had that aha moment when a thought in a complete form suddenly comes to our brain and comes to our mind fully formed. That, oh yeah! Now I understand moment. These moments don't come about because of the intellect. They don't come about because of reason. We don't logically go step by step and come to the conclusion that this is the answer. These ideas come to us unbidden, fully formed. This is the noose being active. And it is different than the intellect. And because we live in a fallen world, our noose is clouded, scratched, damaged, and does not do a very good job. And we see that with the disciples. They don't understand what's going on. Master, there's a crowd all around you. How could you say and ask the question, who touched me? Everybody's touching you. Their noose doesn't work. They don't see what the woman with a flow of blood for 12 years sees. The noose is how we perceive the energies and activities of God. And we clean that noose. We repair that noose through the activities of the church, through the ascetical practices of the church. We begin to clean it through prayer. We begin to repair it through fasting. We begin to allow God to piece it back together again by coming and worshiping Him. By having humility, by giving alms to the poor. In fact, this is what the monks and the nuns are doing every day. They're seeking to be able to see the activity and energies of God through their ascetical practices. And we have stories of monks and nuns who see the uncreated light of God, visions of Christ himself and his saints, because they've worked day in and day out, to allow their noose to be receptive to these revelations. And note how humble this woman is. She has tried everything, and she has given up on any earthly help. And she says to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, she sees Christ for who he really is because this life of hardship, this life of, of humility has allowed her to clean off her noose just enough to be able to understand that Christ is the one who can save and heal her. And so therefore she sees and understands Christ noetically. She approaches him and understands him through her noose, not her intellect. And we as Orthodox Christians are called to do the same thing. Yes, it is good and it is right to use the intellect which God has given us. And we see that with the fathers all of the time. These men could probably run circles around our intellectual elite today. They are so brilliant, and they focus their reason in their intellect at defending the teachings of the Church. But they don't approach God intellectually, they approach Him noetically they work inside the church, they pray, they fast, they worship, they give alms, they love, and through cleaning that noose and allowing that noose to heal, they behold the glory of God. And just as it is possible for a woman, a mere woman, with a flow of blood for 12 years, just as it is possible for saints throughout the ages, it is possible for you and I to work to clean and heal that noose so that we too are able to approach God and to see His activity, His energies, His glory. So let us all take advantage of all the tools the church has given us her prayers, her feasts, her services, the fasts, so that we can work to have a noetic understanding of God in the same way that this woman has a noetic understanding of God. And then through His grace, His glory, and His mercy, may we all behold His Lord. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit now and ever and to the ages of ages. Thank you for listening to Annunciation with Father David. If you would like to speak with someone at Annunciation or visit us you can find contact information, directions and service times at our website at AnnunciationDecator.org The chant at the beginning and end of this podcast is the Byzantine hymn, Cantachion of the Mother of God, sung by Capella Romana. For more information, go to their website at capellaromana.org.